Thanks so much to Pod Plays Podcast, bringing great stories, epic songs, audio dramas that are a movie for your ears. Within each story, you'll discover new and original music by Nashville's top hit songwriters. Visit podplays.com to find the stories, the app, and links to follow Pod Plays on all your favorite social media sites. I'm on ride it train and ride it. This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from, where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. Space Jam wouldn't have been worth watching without them. When they said, come on, ride that train, I jumped on board. When they said, whoop, there it is, I believed it was exactly where they said it was. I'm truly honored and grateful to have the multi-platinum selling legends, Quad City DJs, Jay McGowan, on my show, the Marty Ray Project Chats, our show. I apologize, Chris. Take coming. Don't attack me again. He attacks I'll, me. I'll attack you. He he he's he's a co-host, and and I you know he always says he, he cries on every show. I cry. I like his man. name ain't on it. I wipe my tears with my hair. He just so during the during this interview, Jay. If every now and then you'll say, Chris, I love your show. Just at a random <laughs> and just leave me out of it. I would appreciate the help. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for being on. I'm honored to have you on here. I when I say that I was a fan and am a fan of the songs that you produced and, and rapped on. You did rap, correct? <clears throat> I did. Yeah. I you, did. I'm on all those songs. But you're a producer as well, right? Yes, producer too. Yes. Right. Cause you also produced Tootsie Road. You didn't rap on Tootsie Road, did you? I'm the voice all over it. I am the main voice. Really? Over the whole record. Yes. That Tootsie Road. That's me. Come on, come on. That's you. The butterfly. Uh uh-uh, uh. That soul. Let me see the Tootsie Road. Come on, come on. That Tootsie Road. Cotton candy, sweet and gold. Let me see the Tootsie Road. Yeah, I'm excited now. Let's do it. There it is. It is, yes. yes. Now, before we get into all that, because I'm having fun already, we're just going to start singing back and forth to each other. Um, you know, I, I make these notes, these show notes, and I always put Fast Five, and I get these random questions to ask the guest. I just look down here, and this is the truth. I just look down here, and I left the uh, – I put the S in the wrong place on Fast. It says Fats Five. Fats now, five. Yeah, I think God's trying to Man, tell me something. Fats five. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think God's trying to tell me something, Jay. <laughs> He's trying to tell me to eat more food. Yeah, I think. yeah. it's time. I think that's what it is. All right, let's let's crank it off. Uh, okay. Let's let's get on this train. If you could only eat one food item, speaking of Fats Five, <laughs> what are the Start it off with food. Of Come course, on now. Of course it starts with food. Well, yeah. If you could only eat one food item for the rest of your life, what would it be? Salmon. Salmon? Ooh, I love salmon. I wasn't expecting that now. You salmon. must You must eat healthy now. I do. I do. Yeah, but before that's you ate only, healthy. That, that's actually the only, that's the only 
meat I eat is uh, seafood. And I just started that. I was vegan for three years and I decided to go and I brought seafood back in. So I'm pescatarian now. But so yeah. that's really the only meat I eat. You're a vegetarian. Yeah, vegetarian. Vegetarian. <laughs> That's what Vanilla. <laughs> I you like know, that. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna hey, use I like that. Query, and I like I that. Can't I can't say I, I, that came from me. That came from uh, my friend Rob Van Winkle. You know who that is? Yes, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla yes. Ice. Yeah. He I, he he said that uh, one time. He said I'm a vegetarian, and then and then he then I, recently I said Jared and I Jared Callens right here. He's a friend of mine. Went to Tampa. We just went to to Tampa together, and uh, I told Rob I said we're coming to to Florida. Want to meet up with you? He said, yeah, we'll go get some lobster roll. And I said, hold on a second. I thought you was a, a vegetarian. He goes, I'm a vegetarian. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I like see. that. But uh, anyway, I, could, I, I might could do that. I could never be a vegetarian or a vegan. I couldn't do it. I, there's no way. Yeah. I, I got to have, yeah, some, kind gotta of, have, some, gotta have some, yeah. some meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Jay? Yes, absolutely. I, you know, I tried it and it was, I got a little bored with it after, right. I don't know, it just got a little bored and I had to bring some, I had to bring some meat back in. So I, I tried fish and it works for me, man. I'm good with that. If I have a fish fry, are you coming? I'm there. Yes, sir. That's, <laughs> all, that's all I need to know. <laughs> you have, you have, I'm there. I'm there. Absolutely. What is an animal you're afraid of? Snakes. Snakes. That's that's pretty common. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Bible said that it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's a celebrity you think shouldn't be famous? A celebrity that shouldn't be famous. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome question, man. A celebrity that shouldn't be famous. For everybody listening, this if you hear that thunder rolling, we if 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 the broadcast just cuts off midway, it's because we got blown away. Yeah, <laughs> know that we gave our lives okay, so I, for the show. We call FEMA. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so I got the, I got the answer for you. Any of the Kardashians? That's a good one. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good one. Does Kanye go with them? No, no, no. Kanye has talent. He definitely should be famous. But any of the other Kardashians, I don't know if I think they should be famous. I like Kanye's last album he did, for sure. I've listened yes. to it several times. Um, if you could live on any TV, in any TV home, which one would it be? Good times. Good times. Oh, man, I love this. Show. Talking about good times. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Would you rather live for a week in the past or a week in the future? Uh... Week in the future. My past has been great, man. I don't need to go back. I like that. So most people, I think, would say the past because you'd go back and get some information to make you rich. But in Jay, he's already rich. So, but for us, <laughs> hey, man. For us I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed. For I've us commoners, Jay, would... for us commoners, we would go to the past to try to fix the mistakes we made that, that kept us from getting rich. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'd go That's to true. the past this year, this last year. <laughs> you would probably, I know exactly where you would go to the past. You oh, would I go, do too. Yep. It, this but, man, this man used to be a millionaire, Jay. He's a hit songwriter. Is that right? Yeah. Like you. Well, let me just, let me say this. Let me say this. If you, if you used to be a millionaire, then you have the secret to being a millionaire. It's like when people call you a one hit wonder, I'm like, well, I got one hit. You're a no-hit wonder. Amen. I'd rather be a one-hit wonder than a no-hit wonder. Boom. 
<laughs> well, he's a three hit one. That's just what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's had he's had he many, has many hits actually. You listen to any country music? Okay. Oh yeah. You ever heard? He, of Don't he, blame? he has a secret. Yes. He wrote that. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, then you know what he has. Does he has the secret then? And anytime he wants to apply that secret, he can. I always tell people. I always write hits. It's just sometimes the S is in the wrong place. Like, <laughs> okay. like, like when I wrote fast you just instead gotta, of fast. You just got to get the S in the right place. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay, yeah. I was jamming your songs, man. I, I can't tell you how often in my truck. I was jamming, come on, ride that train. And, and when I say that Space Jam was was watched over and over before I could get the soundtrack, before my mama would buy me the soundtrack, I know I look old, super old, but I'm actually only 38. But before my mama okay. would buy me the uh, soundtrack to Space Jam, I would watch the movie because we had the movie. I would watch it over and over so I could hear, welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at this place. Do your dance at this place. All right. Bam. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's time to get hot soul. Right? There it is. Yeah. yeah, baby. I love it. Um, so thank you for for just delivering fun, man, because those songs were fun. Like every 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 junior high dance we had we was no no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the only time that it, cause anybody actually did anything. In the junior high dances where I was there, you was always there, nobody wanted to slow dance, but everybody get out there and yeah, whoop, there, you know yeah. what I mean. So you are yeah. a huge part of my my childhood. So it's really crazy that you're here now. So I, I appreciate. Yeah, you, you know, you, you, yeah, you know, you know, you know, Marty. I, I I hear that so much, and it that's really to me that's worth. Everything to me, the money and all that, that's great. But I'm going to tell you, I can't tell you how many times I hear what you just said. And it makes me feel really good that, you know, I was able to be a part of, you know, your childhood and, and then other people's childhood and they remember it. So that's awesome, man. And we were just trying to make fun records, man. We wanted to, once we had the formula, once we got the formula down on, there it is, we followed that, that formula. And man, we just decided to keep making records like that. And we, we followed the formula over and over and it kept working, man. So I, I just love it. And thank And I'm glad, I'm glad I was able to be a part of that for you. I am too. And now that I know you don't care about money, can you send me all your money? Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you so I'll much. send you all. I'll, all I'll, of it. Yes, yeah. sir. I've spent most of it, but I'll send you all this. Whatever's <laughs> left. Whatever, I'll, I'll tell you whatever's left. I'll send you my banking information. <laughs> it's not hard to, re to remember. It's just through my PayPal, so. Um, uh, uh, Marty Ray Project at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> in case anybody out there, yeah. in case anybody listening yeah, wants yeah. to drop something yeah, in there, you know, what I'm yeah, I mean, you know, don't be shy. You know? <laughs> uh, when you was growing up, did, was music like the passion? Was it okay? I want to do music, that's what I want to do, or was there something else? You know, I think at, growing up, I think entertainment because once I heard, uh, you know, once I heard Rapper's Delight, which I would have to say was the first record I actually bought mm. or my mom bought for me. Sugar Hill and Gang. And it changed my life. And yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. And from there, I went on, I did I did the break dancing. I did, you know, I wanted to be in the, the, the sequel to Breaking. That was like a dream of mine. Never happened. But, you know, so I think entertainment, man. Once I, once I saw entertainment and and I, you know, it's just, it, I got that bug and I was in, man. I was in for 
entertaining people. That's what I wanted to do. So you used to break dance. I was one of the best. I was one of the best. I won trophies. You know, I was considered one of the best break dancers, dancers, pop lockers in Jacksonville, Florida. That's where I'm from. And I I was known around the city as one of the best dancers there. So, yes. And then I was a DJ. I mean, back when DJ and I was a DJ I, I, and we were we were pretty decent at that. And we did a lot of parties. So, like I said, entertainment for me, anything entertainment, man, I was I was hooked. So did you do like the whole car <clears throat> spinning on? Is that that's is that's not is that's not popping? Uh, the just when they would spin on the cardboard box on the ground. Yeah, is that is that popping? What you no, said? No, that's 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 break dancing. But that's break it's dancing. all all it's all part of it. Yeah, yeah. that's break dancing. Yeah, I remember. Hey, Marty, check this out. I remember doing uh, the deal came to our town. The radio, the local radio station was right around the corner from my house, right around the corner, walking distance. I mean, the tower basically was in our backyard, the, the, the huge tower. Anyway, the deal, which is Babyface, uh, uh, L.A. Reid, they were part of a group called The Deal, and they came up to the radio station, and we heard it. We took our cardboard up to the station and placed it right outside on the grass, and as they were walking out, we just jumped and started breakdancing. I was hope I was hoping they would take me with them. They didn't, but I was hoping they would take me with them back to wherever they was going and make me a star. But that's a true story, man. We that's were crazy. I was just out there wow, just break, awesome. just breakdancing, man, for them. You was out there doing whatever it took to make it happen, huh? Yeah, man. And I remember meeting uh, L.A. later, and I told him that story. He didn't remember it, but I'm like, you remember you were at this radio station and you walked out, and these kids were just. I had my bags packed, man. I would thought I was going with you guys. I thought you guys were going to take me. He thought that was pretty funny, but it's really true, man. It's like whatever it took to make it, man. We were we were just about having fun and trying to make it. What was the catalyst that actually that you think actually pushed you over the edge to quote making it? Uh I would have to say it was it was the breakdancing because when I start winning all these trophies and, you know, start becoming very known in Jacksonville, I was on television there, you know. So I think that really did it because it let me know that it was possible. And from there, I just felt like it was possible. So when I got into the rapping, I at that point, I had a different attitude. I was I was just built differently at that time. I knew that if we kept working and we kept doing it, I just felt the universe will respond and we would make it. And that's just the truth, man. I would have, I would have been very disappointed if we wouldn't have made it because I really felt that it was in the cards for us. And, and so when we start doing things as happy as I was and as blessed as, as a blessing, big of a blessing it was, it didn't, it wasn't a shocker, man. We expected it. Hmm. We really did. I mean, maybe it's crazy, but we expected it to happen. I saw it very clearly that we were going to be big stars. So you used, soon, sooner or later. You used the fame that you gathered from the breakdancing to launch the music. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, well, it, not so much the fame, the confidence that I gained from winning and being known. And it was, you know, when you accomplish something, you set out to accomplish something, then you're going to do it. That just gave me the confidence to go into anything else, which... It was it was actually DJing after that. And then from DJing, which, like I said, we were pretty successful. 
then we went on to being a group and, and rapping. Did you not make any? I, I would. So you didn't make any connections like that paid off for you in music when you were doing the winning the awards as a dancer. Did you not? Did none of those connections ever intertwine? No, no, it wasn't. The connections came. The you know how we made it in the music business came from connections we made within the music industry. It had nothing to do. Like I said, that just gave me the confidence and. The connections came in the music industry, and I would say that was just, uh, you know, that was, we, we used to be a group called the Chill Deal Boys. The first group I ever was in was a group called the Chill Deal Boys, and we had some regional success, and connections we made from that is what really opened the door to us doing Woot There It Is. Right. Speaking of Woot There It Is, I've been seeing, we've all been seeing a tag team on Geico commercials doing whoop there it is and I'm just curious because that's the same song but with the with the letter changed and then they changed the rap you know tag team back again now did mm-hmm. was you produce did you get producer credits on that or writer's credit how did that work is that because that's essentially your song yes so what happened is we put our record out uh months almost eight months before they did and actually when we pressed our records up on vinyl, at that time we were living in Atlanta, we took our records to a local club and the DJ was DC from Tag Team. Mm. Oh. He was a DJ at the time, Uh-oh. he wasn't rapping. Right. He was a DJ yeah. and we gave him the record, he played the record and obviously that's where he got the idea to do a different version of it. And so I'll make a long story short, we ended up legally uh, having some conversations and we worked something out to where I secured a piece of that uh, record. Well, are you happy with that or, or does that bother you? Because did, did now, did your, did whoop there it is or whoop there it is get bigger, sell more? Well, their record was, I think their record was more of a pop hit. Our record was a hit when before they even put their record out. Right, right. Before their record was even released, we had a hit record charting on Billboard, and they did it more commercial. Uh, we were a little street, a little bit more raunchy, southern, and their record actually helped our record, as well as obviously we helped them because that we gave them the idea. But their record, I would have to be if I'm totally transparent, their record absolutely helped our record to gain more exposure. We both were on, you know, we got on a city hall and did a battle of the bands. So there, it was them and then us, and we won that battle. So we got a lot of exposure from tag team doing a different version that I absolutely believe had we not, had it not been the tag team record, I don't think we would have got that exposure. I think we would have had a hit record. I don't think it would have been what it, what it became. I, I, I don't. Hmm. That's interesting because yeah. I'm glad that that's how you feel about it. You know what I mean? Because I actually like their version too, and I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to have to, you know, say, "Man, I hate their version." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just because you're no, man, no, but no. I like their version yeah. too. I listen to that same that version as well at parties and stuff like that. Yeah. But I figured that you, you just like you know, this, okay, here's my music. This is my song. Y'all go write your own rap to it. That's what I figured it was. It, it was actually different than that. Now I know that. And it's uh, it was kind of it's kind of shady, 
that they just took it. Yeah. And then you had to go through yeah, legal the other things. Guy, That's kind of messed up. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, the, it's, it's the exact replica that, of the yeah, song. Yeah, it is. It is hard. Like, I was talking to one of the other guys. That was 95 South was the group. It was me and three other guys. And a couple of the other guys are very bitter. When they watch the commercial, it kind of hurts. It's like a it's like a, a stab. Right. You know, and, you know, it is what it is. You know, it, it also, even now, it's helping us. Every time I talk to somebody, they're talking about it, which is giving us more exposure. So, you know, I just look at it differently. And here's the one caveat. I was talking to uh, DC on Clubhouse a couple, uh, about a month ago. And here's, for me, maybe not the other guys, for me, I had, there it is, which spawned, whoop, there it is, their record. I had Tootsie Roll, which sold two million records. I had Come On The Train that sold millions of records. And I had Space Jam. So I continued on. And I, I feel like that shows you where the talent really is. Yeah, no, that's I really was, true. you know? Yeah, that's a different, that's a definite, no, still, it's still there. That talent's still there. But that's what I was, I was actually yeah, going to so, say that when we were talking about it, because tag team, they never did anything else that I know of. No. I don't know no, of anything else they did. So all they ever did was your song, and that is what made them famous. Anyway, you mentioned Clubhouse. Is that how we got connected? Is that how why you followed me on Instagram? Well, yeah, I, I, I think I heard you in a room talking. I clicked on your profile. I went to your Instagram. I listened to what you were doing. And honestly, I was floored. I, I said, this guy has a beautiful voice. So very soulful. I've heard you sing country. I've heard you sing R and B. I've heard you sing rock. You know, and I was absolutely just instantly a fan. And I thought, man, this is awesome. So I think I, I think from there, I don't know how we connected, but I definitely, I think yeah. I followed you, and I definitely became that's a fan right there. I'm telling you, that's a big honor because I'm a fan. Like you, you know, it's people like you that that when I was growing up. I was like, I never, never would have thought like, same with Vanilla Ice. I never would have thought growing up these songs that I just always sang, knew every word to, that I would be talking to these people in the future. Never did I ever, you, you said you saw all these things happening. I didn't. You know what I mean? I didn't see this kind of, this is crazy to me. It's like a, yeah. a mind blowing thing to be talking to you right now. And, uh, but no, I remember when I saw the Quad City DJs followed me and I sent you a message immediately. And I go, is this? Yeah. I was like, this is a fake account or something. Is this really the Quad City DJ? And he goes, yeah, yeah. it's me. And I go, yeah. Man, follow back. <laughs> and I immediately said, we got to get you on a podcast. <laughs> I don't waste no moments. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. waste no moments. That, that, that's, how, yeah. that's how it happened. That's exactly how it happened, man. Always, you. always and, working that you know, podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, man. But you know what? It's cool, man. And I was, I was, like I said, by that time, I had already been listening to your stuff. And as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, and got a podcast. I'm like, I'm in. Nice. I'm in. I would love to talk and, and chat with you. Absolutely. Did, uh, what, what do you think about Clubhouse right now? Like, cause I'm on Clubhouse a lot as well. I used to be, I'm not on as much anymore right now, but I used to be on there quite a lot. And, uh, I, it feels like it's changed now. Does it feel like that to you, or are you are you yeah. doing the same thing? That does it all? Does it feel like it always did to you? 
No, 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 no. I, I, I joined early January, I think, January or February. I don't even remember. And no, it doesn't feel the same. I still go on sometimes, but it's getting very watered down. There's a bunch of rooms that just a nonsense room. But I yeah. mean, I know people are having fun. But when I first went on, it was a lot of business stuff. It was a lot of connecting. And I thought it was awesome. But now that a lot more people are coming on, they're just doing rooms with these just they're just coming up with any crazy name of a room. And so it's it's a little different. I'm definitely nowhere. I'm not on the app nowhere near the amount of time I started. I probably go on there twice a week when I was on every night. Every day I was on now going a couple of times a week, maybe for a while just to go see what's going on. Yeah, for a while. I w- that's what I was. I was on there. When I first started getting, you know, a few followers and I was in some rooms and these people, it was actually fun. And you were actually, you were able to learn a few things and, and you were meeting people. Um, you, you, man, I met a lot of people. I've, I've actually made some great connections through yeah. Clubhouse. I'm not knocking Clubhouse. Yeah. But now when they changed, when, first of all, when they open up the clubs to where anybody can set a club up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I got a thousand or plus club club invites and i'm like well there's no reason yes. to be in a club anymore yeah there's absolutely no reason yeah. to have a club I, I i went and set up a club immediately just so nobody could steal my name <laughs> because i didn't want people you know i didn't want somebody to have a club called marty ray project yeah. or whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying and so i set though i set though that club up and i was like i don't want and i said i set two clubs up a projector club and i because i didn't want anybody to get that and to be acting like it was yeah. their idea, kind of like what a tag team did with a whoop. There it is. Yeah. You know, and I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that happened. But yeah. Anyway, the point is, I think Clubhouse, I, I think it's on the down tick as far as the quality of what you can get out of it at this point. I hope that's not the case because there's a lot of connections to be made. But it just seems like there's a lot of flexing on there. A lot of a lot of rich people getting on there. And some people that ain't rich, acting like they're rich. Some people that are rich, like the uh, John yeah, McGarrett yeah. is on there, uh, the T-Mobile CEO. Hmm. And he's just always in – he's in these rooms. And and there, there's literally a bunch of rich guys, and they, they talk back and forth. And they got they used to have thousands of people in these rooms. And they would just be there bragging and making jokes to each other about their yeah. money in their houses. And and one time I was on stage, and I go, what what is this room about? Like I was literally, I literally, I'm getting my mic, and I said, "What's this room about? Y'all bragging?" I literally said yeah. that, and I said, "This is, for, I said, this is for you, John," because they asked me to sing, you know, in this room, and I said, "This is for John Laguerre," and I said, uh, "Wanna be a billionaire so freaking bad?" Because <laughs> he's not a billionaire, yeah. but he wishes he was, yeah. and then I left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah. I'm yeah. glad to see that there's still some good people out there that are on. There's a lot of good people on the app, but a lot of yeah. those people are just fake. It seems like now, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and and, and now they start. Everybody has their cash app in their profile, yeah. and oh yeah, I've been. I went in a couple. I went in a couple music rooms, and they're char- charging people to play their records, and yeah. charging everybody's yeah. going in and. They're telling people, hey, your mix sounds terrible. Oh, by the way, I happen to be a mix I, I, I engineer and I mix. Oh, your marketing's terrible. Oh, by the way, I, I do marketing. Mm. I mean, it just, yeah, it's just, you know, it's and I can't be a part of it. Yeah, and then I'm on stage 
And I feel like I am now endorsing that. So I've stopped going in those rooms, man, because right, I'm like, right. here, I'm sitting on stage next to these people that's doing that. And I say, you know what? I got to stop going in. So now I don't go in. I get pinged in all the time. And I'm very, very picky about what rooms I go in because I don't want to be associated with that. And I don't want my brand associated with it. There's a room coming up that uh, a friend of mine on that app, her name's Elle Michelle. You might have seen her around. Do you know her? On Clubhouse? No, no. She, she's uh, hosting a room with uh, Curtis Blow. And uh, okay. you should you should join that room. I'm, I'm gonna if you if you're interested, I'm gonna send the information to you. Yeah, because he's uh you know he was the first rapper ever signed to a record. Deal. Yeah. So and he didn't when he first yeah. got on, he didn't get the attention he deserved. You know, so she is actually trying to help him get the attention that he deserves on that app because he does deserve some attention for that. That's legendary stuff. But anyway, I'm gonna send you the information yeah. on that. Are you a okay? Are you a producer or rapper first? Like, what is what is the passion there? What's more passionate? Uh, definitely a producer. Definitely a producer. Rapper. I did that based on out of the. I just was the guy that had the voice that seemed to work, you know. And so I just, but you know, and I and I wrote, I write all the hooks, all the hooks, all the catchy stuff. That's just part of my writing, but. I was, I was, I delivered it probably. I just got that unique voice and I was able to deliver it. And that's what kind of drove me in that area. But I'm a creator first. I love creating and producing. Absolutely. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on a record vocally if I didn't have to be, but it just seems like my voice just worked on the records. Nice. So it was out of necessity. Yeah, it was more out of necessity. And, you know, that's why you can, you know, you, you look at 95 South and, 69 boys and quad city DJs It's so many different groups, but it's all just me and my voice. And I'm, I'm doing majority of the records because, you know, it just, it's like Luke, my Luke Skywalker is a good friend of mine. Uh, Luther Campbell, he has that voice and he was just on the records. He was a businessman. Actually, he, he owned the record label, but you know what? His voice just was that voice that just drove the records. And I think he and I talk all the time. We just kind of, we, you know, we fell in it that way, you know, having those unique voices. So you, are you saying that, uh, Lim, what, what did Lemonhead and, uh, what's her name? D Deluca? What's her name? Delana. Uh, Del Jelana. Is that her name? Jelana. I don't really know her yeah, name. Jelana. Name, but, but what did they do on the record? She sang. Okay. Well, yeah, she sang. Yeah. And, uh, Lemonhead, CC, CC, CC and, and I both produced. We're right, the producers okay. of the record. All right. So, yeah, and so then she's saying it was a tag team, no pun intended. Yes, yes, it was. You know, so anytime I say I, when it comes to production, I'm talking about CC and myself. Both of y'all, okay. And yes, and now when it comes to the hooks and the concepts of the songs, that's what I was responsible for. I came up with all these concepts and I these see. hooks. I'm a, I'm a concept guy. I'm a creator, writer. I'm a hook guy. I'm a, I, I believe. You know, I heard somebody say this in a clubhouse room and I've been stealing it ever since. They were like, don't bore us, just get to the course. Oh, yeah. Heard that <laughs> a long time. You know, yeah. and, and I love that, man. I had never heard it when I heard it. I'm like, I love that because that's what I was. I was one of those guys that I believe in putting multiple hooks in a song and I was going to just drive that hook down your throat and it was going to be catching. You were going to remember that. If you, if you didn't remember anything else, you were going to remember the name of the groups the name of the songs and the and the hooks. That's what I purposely went after, making sure I came up with creative 
concepts, creative names, creative, just all of that. I, I just want things to be very creative. And I think we were able to do that. You did that perfectly, actually. Now that you said that, I, the only reason I know Quad City DJs is because you did that. Because you wrote Quad City yeah, DJs I, in, uh, let me think of the line. Let me go back to my childhood. Come on, ride that train. And ride it way deep down south where they play this game. It's the Quad City DJs. You know it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, that's why I knew when you put, when, I, when Quad City DJs followed me. That's why I knew who it was. Because if it wouldn't have been for that, it would have just been a song on a Space Jam album. You know what well, I mean? Well, you know, let me tell you something, Martin. Let me tell you something, Martin. It's pretty cool. Here's the beginning of Tootsie Roll. Uh, you know, Butterfly on it. Yeah, 1990 Quad. 69 boys backed up by the Quad City DJs. One time, Cotton, Candace, Sweetie. I was already Showing promoting up. Quad City DJs on Tootsie Roll. You right. sure was. And it, and, and it wasn't a group. See, that's, that's the creative, because I'm a marketing guy. That's the creative stuff I used to do. I would I would use a record to like we were talking about Quad City before it was a Quad City because I was setting that up in case Tootsie Roll was a big record. It would be easy to, to launch the next group. How how have y'all or maybe you did back in the day? How has Tootsie Roll not been like the theme song for Tootsie Roll or was it at some point? Like the commercial they, with Geico. They, How come you don't have a Tootsie Roll commercial? Well, we, we approached them and they thought that the, the song was too raunchy for their clean brand, their candy. Yeah. Their candy was just a, it was a clean brand. And here we're talking about Tootsie Roll, which we were making a reference to roll your butt, yeah, roll your yeah. hips, you know. And, and so they didn't want to attach their brand to that. And if you notice, we spelled it differently. I spelled it with uh, S-E-E versus S-I-E, uh, Tootsie Roll, it's, you know, T-O-O-T-S-E-E, mm. because I, I didn't want to run into any issues, right. so we just spelled it differently. You was always three steps ahead. You know, you know something, Marty? I am a marketing guy by heart. That's what I do. When we were writing songs, I, I, I write to... I write songs with marketing in mind. Some people just write songs, they're creative. I've been blessed to be able to have a creative and a marketing hat. And that's why I would name groups like 69 Boys because 95 South, I wanted to do that because why create a new group name when I can just take a name that people are already familiar with and, you know, and use that name. It's easy. I didn't, they didn't have to learn the name. They already knew the name. 69 boys, people had already said that before, you know, so I was always a marketing guy. I was always thinking, how could I market this? How could I market this record? Where's going to be my avenues? And, and this is at a young age, man. I didn't realize it, but until this day, I do marketing. That's kind of what I do now. And it's just been a blessing and a gift. And I can market anything, man. And I see things differently. You can play a song for me. And when I listen to songs, I listen to songs I listen to see, you know, for creativity, but the what I hear is marketing avenues. You'll play one of your songs, Marty, and I'll hear all these different things you could actually do to market your record. Man, like a God-given talent. People, yeah, people man, don't realize how much marketing is in songwriting and, and, and creating. And a lot, of, I think some people don't, they don't want to see that because you know there, there's 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 some people that's like oh well that's a creative thing marketing's not supposed to be in it but 
the truth is that there's when you're writing, there's marketing. You know, when you're writing the song, depending on you know who the song, if the song is going to be for you, if it's if you're writing it for someone else, there's marketing all the way through songwriting, and and you're really good at that. And it, it, it's, it is a special talent to be able to do that, to, uh, to look ahead like that. And I, I really admire that. Yeah. yeah. When we did, when we did space jam and I don't want to jump the gun. I don't know if you had some face jam questions, but I will say this. Of course I do. Space jam was <laughs> space jam was the, one of my best marketing strategies I've ever had, man. And I, I thank God for it, but it was all marketing, man. Well, well before the record was ever even recorded, it was all marketing. And if you want, I can tell you what I mean by that. Well, I want to get into that uh, for sure, but I want to get into that after. I want to first know what I'd like to. I'd like to just get a get, so the people know. I know because I looked it up. I didn't know this until I looked it up. But how how many albums have you sold? How many total and everything have you sold over the years? I added it up and we are well over 25 million. And that's with all the soundtracks, all the uh, singles, all the album sales. And I'm probably under a, a lot, but you know, Space Jam did 10 million worldwide, just Space Jam alone, wow. you know, and with, yeah, 10, 10 million albums, Space Jam went. That was the whole now, album it, or it just was, your it song? Was, no, that was just the album. I mean, the, the whole album. But uh, our our record, uh, we, we we went platinum on our record. That's we were nominated for a Grammy on Space Jam. But when I add up all the records and soundtracks that I've been part of, now if I pull the soundtracks out, I'm around ten million between just my records, just purely my records, no soundtracks. It's about ten to probably fifteen. If I count the tag team sales because they took my record, then that's going to push me up into probably fifteen million. Because between their single and our single, we did about seven million records between the two singles. Mm. So I didn't know the Space Jam album, the whole thing was yours. That whole thing was yours? No, 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 no. I just, because we were on the soundtrack, I, 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 I include oh, that in. I got you, I got you. Sales. So no, yeah. no, no, no. We just, did, we just did Space Jam, the title track to the movie. And Come On Ride the uh, Train. Because that was on there, right? No, that was, a, that was just Come On Ride the Train was not our album. That was just an album track from Quantity DJs. But wasn't that on the that was on the movie though, was it not? No, no. It's been in movies, not on that movie. It's been in uh high school high. It was in a few movies. We were in about four or five uh sound we were on about four or five soundtracks with Coming Ride the Train, but that was on the Quad City DJs album. That was our first single off of our album. Son of a gun. I could have swore It wasn't on Space Jam though. Man. I mean, I, I believe you because you know I, I don't. I, I could have swore though, <laughs> if you if somebody would have made me if somebody would have told me to bet money on it, I would have said, I I know three songs on Space Jam album. I believe I can fly. Uh, Space Jam, the song Space Jam, and come on ride that train, <laughs> and I would have lost my money, and then you would have lost your money, <laughs> and I would have been like, thank God that Jay sent me all his money. I know, I know. You know what I'm saying. I would have been like, man, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's that's how we got on the sound. Well, I wouldn't say it's how we got on the soundtrack. Atlantic Records actually put the soundtrack out, and Quad City DJs, Come and Ride the Train, we were signed to Atlantic Records. 
that's where we had our first platinum record with them and they had the soundtrack and that's how we got on was that on a was that on some kind of soundtrack though the quad the come on ride that train after it was a hit it was on about four different soundtracks do you what, but it was one, a hit at that it was what's one ahead. of the movies it was on the soundtrack of high school high okay a movie called high school high was on that soundtrack it was on what other oh my goodness it was i'm running a blank here it was on a few of them i gotta look back at my plaques uh high school high uh sunset park i believe it was on uh high school high was that, that was a that was a uh comedy was that a comedy you know what uh high school high you know what? It's funny. It's it's funny. I don't I don't really remember. I just know our song was on the soundtrack. I got a platinum record sitting behind me for the soundtrack. So and it was in the movie. Hey, because I Jay, get a royalty check, matters. and I know that <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> you got the you got the plaque. Looking at the artwork, it definitely looks like a comedy of some sort. Like kind of. Okay. Yeah, who's in it? Who's in it, Ben? Uh, hold on. I, let me look. Because I know I've seen that movie. I remember seeing that. It's got John John Levitz, Tia yeah. Carrera. Mackay Pfeiffer. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a hit movie, but the soundtrack was a hit soundtrack. It right. was right. platinum. That's where, and that might be where I heard "Come on, Ride That Train." I know I heard that song on a soundtrack. The first. Yeah, time. we've been on. We've been on. We've been on twelve jock jams, and we're. I mean, we've been on that. So we've been on a lot of different compilations. A lot of them. Oh my goodness, I can't even name all the compilations that went platinum that we were part of. Right on, man. I'm, 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 I'm. First of all, just jealous of all the, because you know. But you, you were with a label though early on, were you not? Uh, mm, we were, we were with, we were independent, and with majors. We've done both. Uh, Tootsie Roll and Whoop, there it is. We're both on independent labels. Space Jam and Come on Ride the Train was on major labels. Nice, yeah. So then, how long? How long did the did the wave stay after after Space Jam? How long did that did you ride that wave of Space Jam success? Uh, probably into probably the two thousand. I don't know. Let's call it two thousand two thousand one. We were still doing a lot of Space Jam things, and it's recurred now. We 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 do a lot of half times at NBA games. They do Space Jam nights. That's, yeah, that's uh, true. obviously the new movies coming out, which we can talk about, but so it's recurrent. We, 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 we rode that wave and we're still riding the wave. I mean, Trump used it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton used it in his campaign. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell it's been on numerous television shows. It's been on in numerous movies. It's just, it just never really stopped. MTV played it a lot too. Yeah. Yep. Um, so before we get going any further, in the middle of every show, we do a segment called "Why Would They Do That?" We just—it's a random thing, weird thing—and we get the guest opinion on why they would do that. You cool with that? Okay, I'm cool with that. So apparently, there's this item. Have you ever? You have children? I'm sure you got children, right? I do. How many yep. children you have? I have five altogether. Five children. So out of those five children. When they got like a snotty, runny nose as as babies, did you ever mm-hmm. try to? Would you? Was you ever at a loss to try to figure out how to get all that out of there? You know what I mean? Did you ever think, man, I got to? You just tell them to blow, or what'd you do? 
I think <laughs> that's a good question. I it's think I would just grab something. Well, I, I got the answer for whatever. you, Jay. I got the answer for, yeah, for what ahead. you need okay, if you have ahead. another child. Ben, pull that up. I want to okay. show him what he what he should have had. Pull it up big, Ben. Make it make it make it be seen real nice. This is what Jay needed. This is the invention he needed. Oh no. When he You suck it out of the baby's nose. The the snot. Into your mouth. Into your mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the snot oh, sucker. Snot sucker. Can you get that fully where we can see the whole package real quick? The snot oh, sucker. Look at that. God. In the, in the baby's nose. It's made in Sweden. It's made in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh. Jay, next time you have a baby. That's nasty. That's how you get the snot. That gets it all out. You suck it up in the straw, and then you blow it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope okay. they blow it out. Yes. <laughs> what do you think about Thanks that, Jay? Thanks for that. Now, you're a marketer. I think that's a... Uh, you're a marketer Yes. Now. You know, I, how do you market I'm a marketer, it? so how do I market this snot sucker? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a, I, that, that, you got me there. I stumped him. You got me there. Yeah, you stumped me there. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> He's like, I always get ideas for it, but on this. He's like, pass. <laughs> I have he, on this, here's my idea to market it. Don't. Don't market it. Yes, I, I, would, just I would probably have to pass on that one. <laughs> this product sucks. <laughs> on the front of it. Oh, yeah. Literally. Well, yeah. no, you, you have to suck, but yeah. So my yeah. wife actually used that product for a little while. <gasps> It grossed me out so bad. No, are you kidding me, Ben? No, ben, it doesn't really. So the snot doesn't actually go into your mouth. There's like a filter, but I don't. I don't know that I would trust that little filter. She oh, did, there's a little but, filter that keeps from oh, going in your mouth. A snot block, as it were. It's a snot yeah. block. <laughs> but I, I never did it. I couldn't get I, past the mental. That, man, that, yeah. I, I really couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, moving on. Oh though. my goodness, Jay. Uh, I'll, I'll let them know. That that product is actually a sponsor of the show. I, I don't even know the name of it, but uh, they they asked me to get some marketing advice from you. Uh, are you still in communication with Lemonhead and and uh, Jelana or Jelena, whatever you say her name? I, I am. I am. Y'all are still good friends and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jelana and I, uh, we we actually just recently did a new record together, uh, and I don't really work professionally with cc anymore but i I do talk to him do you still produce music you still making music and things like that i mean yeah i do but but i I don't do it commercially i do it uh more for i do what we call motivational music and it's something i do you know i I write records that have a a motivational message in it it's just something i do i don't do it to release or i just do it kind of for myself and Sometimes I'll let people hear it, and sometimes I won't. So you're not you're not trying to make an album and release it and push it and all that stuff. No. Yeah. No. So what what are you doing now? What is your is that what you're doing marketing? Yeah, I'm doing marketing for other people. Companies. Yes, I help companies. I actually do keynote speaking. Uh, I don't do a lot. I haven't done a lot in the last year. Right. Right. I would go out. I would go out to conferences and I would speak. I would do keynotes. I talk on sales i talk on marketing on leadership on on change management and the cool thing about it is i would use my songs and stories from the music industry to make and drive home points that i was making so if i talked about 
why you should embrace competition. I'd obviously talk about the, the tag team and the 95 South, the whoop, there it is, versus whoop, there it is, and how the fact that we we could have shut that record down, but I think it would have hurt us in the long run. So mm-hmm. I talked to companies about why they should embrace the competition versus fear the competition. You can learn a lot from competition. Right. And you just got to look at it differently. They're there, and instead of trying to, you know, you, you know, I know everybody wants to beat them, but why not learn from them and use them and use it to your advantage? And so that's what I mean by I go and I tell stories. So I'll tell the whole tag team story. I sing the song and then I'll make the key point. I'll give the lesson. And it's pretty fun because I call myself Jay, the entertainer, because I'm training and entertaining music. I got a DJ. And I don't know if you've ever been to a conference and had to sit through a boring keynote, but my keynotes are not going to be boring at all. You're going to have a good that. time. Man, when, awesome. you, when you coming to Nashville? You know what? I'll be in Knoxville in a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know when wave. I'm going to be back in Nashville. Is it? Yeah, let, text me if you ever come to Nashville. I want to come and watch your, your speech and enjoy it. Absolutely, Just man. sit there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, you, it's you, a movie, man. What, what's funny is what you're saying, embrace the competition. You pull that out of It's like you pulled that out of Sam Walton's book because that's what he did. He, uh, okay. Sam Walton would go into every t- if he passed the Kmart, he, he went in that Kmart to see what they were doing, and he he saw what they were doing, and he he, he uh, in- integrated it with his own stores, but then he tried to make it better. So where Kmart yes. thought he was a small guy because he was putting stores, he, he he was putting WalMarts in places that uh, Kmart didn't want a part of, like the rural areas. And they said yes. we we don't need to we don't need to that, there's not enough people there, mm-hmm. and so Sam Walton said well there's enough people in all the counties around though to come here yeah and because he did that he became the giant and then he of course as we know now closed down Kmart I believe there might be a few still open but anyway that's what he did he embraced the competition he didn't he didn't he didn't really care about crushing them he just cared about uh, learning what they learning were doing from them yeah. yeah learning yeah success leaves clues man. Now, how did uh, how did Space Jam? How did the thing for you to get the theme song? How did that come about? Did they contact you? Did you create the song and pitch it? How did that come about? Yeah. So uh, again, remember we were on Atlantic Records, and Craig Kalman, who's still the president of Atlantic Records to this day, Craig called me and said, "Jay," and we were coming off of coming right the train, which was a major hit, platinum record, and he said, "You know, I, I'm 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 working on this soundtrack." You know, if I can get a commitment from you, you know, that would be awesome. It would help us land because obviously other record labels wanted the soundtrack. He said, you know, if I can get all these commitments, I think I can get that soundtrack landed over here at Atlantic Records. I said and I thought about it. And I said, well, he told me what it was. Michael Jordan, the you know, Bugs Bunny, the Looney Tunes. And I and I just I just felt that if this if this is big as it could be and if this happened the way it could happen, this is going to be huge. And so I said to him, I'll do the soundtrack under one condition. I got to do this. I got to do the title track. And he said, oh, no worries. That's fine. And and, and here's why. My thinking was, if you do the right song and you will forever be attached to the movie. Right. If you think about certain certain movies that like, uh, I think it's a. 48 hours or one there's different movies that have songs that go hand in hand you like like 
Dirty Dancing and and I mean, there's songs that you just can't forget. They go with the movie. And I said, if we could get that, as long as that movie lasts, we'll always be around. And it was a gamble I took, but I won big because now every time somebody talks about Space Jam, it's hard to talk about Space Jam without talking about our song. As a matter of fact, I saw a commercial for Space Jam 2, and it's a very small commercial because they're just leaking little things. And they said, welcome to the Space Jam. That was never in the first movie. That was in our song. And, and so our song was so big to now the movie, people just associate that with the movie like it was part of the movie. And they never said, welcome to the Space Jam one time in the movie. Now, outside, outside of our song. Are you going to be involved with the new movie? Yes, we are. Son we are going to be involved in two ways. Uh, one way, we did a new song called Brand New Jam. And it's not official yet on that because they're still in the editing the final things. So that's still out and it looks good. But we definitely have the uh, Space Jam, our, our song Space Jam, the old record. They did a, a mashup, a different mix of it. I don't want to say a mashup. They did a different mix of it. And it is going to be the trailer to the movie. Nice. So when you start seeing the trailer for Space Jam 2, you're going to hear my voice awesome. all over the, 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 that's the awesome. music. I was hoping that because, was the case. And that's a... And that's a done deal. So that's not a maybe. That's already in the can and done. So, and you'll probably start hearing that in the next month. I think they'll start advertising Space Jam on uh, HBO Max. That's where it's going to be on. And you're going to start sit hearing my song uh, when they talk about the movie. That's awesome. And, uh, it's, it's smart of you to do that, too, because a lot of people don't realize when you have the, um, when you have the trailer song it's it's actually a a different royalty you get a you get a royalty uh you know in the movies usually they're you know it's kind of one big thing but in, in a in a trailer it's actually a different kind of um uh it, because they're playing it they have to pay you every time they play it mm-hmm. it's a different royalty and and yeah and man you, you get the trailer and that's where you get get the good money too well and you got to also think about the amount of marketing and the amount of dollars they're putting into exactly promoting the movie right you know they, they spent a lot of money making the movie but once people go you know that's that but the promotion you want to be a part of the promotion oh, of yeah. it and that's why when we landed that i'm like well if we make it if our new song make it in the movie that'll be great but if not i'm good because we are associated with the trailer and that's going to be that's saying and think about that they could have used anybody anybody they got a budget they can use anybody drake anyone they wanted and they went back and grabbed our record and that's why i say back when i made that decision back in 95 or 96 when craig came to me i took a gamble and it's paid off i mean i can't tell you how much i've done multiple half times every time somebody does a space jam night they call us when they uh, we performed at the all-star game because Zach Levine, when he first won the slam dunk contest, he, we brought him out on the court because space jam was his favorite movie. He took his Jersey off and had the toon squad uh, Jersey underneath, but we were there. We brought him out on the court. So it was a, it was a gamble that paid off. And I told Craig, I'm in if we can get the soundtrack If we can get the title track. I'm sorry. And he said, fine, yes, absolutely. Plus, I told him, who else is going to give you 
a, a record with this type of energy anyway. So, you know, R. Kelly did a great job with his inspiration, inspirational record. But if they wanted anything to drive the movie, we were going to be the ones that can give them that. And it was going to be the song called Space Jam. And it worked out great. That's y'all right. You, y'all was the ones. That's true. Yeah. Did you get to go to set when they were filming that? Well, actually, I didn't go to set. But what they did is they sent me, and I still have, they sent me a, a VHS. That lets you know how old this was. They sent me a VHS of the wireframe of them making the movie. Michael Jordan had already done all his parts, but they hadn't entered all the uh, cartoons in yet. So they were just using men in little green suits and he was doing the dialogue. That's how he did the dialogue to people in green suits. And anyway, so I got to see that, but we, we performed at uh, all the, all the premieres and not just performed. They set up a stage outside of the, the theater in uh, LA, the Chinese theater in LA and in front of the Warner Brothers store in New York, they had a stage out and we were on the stage singing Space Jam on repeat. It was just, it just all paid off, man. I can't, that's why when I that's say that great. was probably one of my best strategies, they didn't have any other person on the soundtrack at these premieres. We, we just, we, we just, we, we capitalized big off of it, uh, off the movie and we kind of rolled the wave of the movie. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like when you talk about movies, another movie that comes to mind that's like that is her uh, song is Footloose. But Footloose, yes. I think the song was out before, was it? Um, I he, don't know. Did he write that for that movie? I don't know. I, I, I don't I'd know. I'd have either. to look. I'd have to look. But I know I never would have, I wouldn't know that song if it wasn't for that movie. And as soon as I say the name of that movie, I'm immediately singing Footloose. Right. You know Absolutely. What I mean? And that's the same way with Space Jam. When when somebody brings yep. up Space Jam, when I started seeing the rumors of the the new Space Jam, you know, I kind of was excited, but also like, mm, you know what I mean? I don't know. But now I know Jay's not getting a part of it. I'm as happy as I can be. <laughs> I'm as happy as I can yeah, be. Man. I can't wait to hear the the remix of Space Jam and see how that sounds for sure. That's gonna be awesome. Do you have? Yes, any, it's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, Space Jam memorabilia that only you can get, only you have. Like it's just nobody else could buy it. Besides that tape that you just mentioned, do you have any like Michael Jordan's jersey from the movie? Anything crazy like that? Not from the movie, but uh, I do have. I did meet Michael a couple of times at the premieres, and on one of the occasions we were performing. We were actually on stage performing, and we took a break and. I had already asked his manager. I'm like, man, I want to meet Michael. And he said, okay, I'll set that up for you. And I met him and I asked for his autograph and he said he would give me his autograph under one condition. He said, I was, I'll sign, I'll sign your, cause I, I had a pair of Jordans and that was back when Jordans were just, they were just Jordans. And he signed a pair of my Jordans. And in return, he had me sign the Space Jam soundtrack because his boys, the song Space Jam, that was their favorite song on the soundtrack. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, you might not have got that autograph any other way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I would have, man. Because nah, he, he, he heard, instantly said, "No, yeah, it's hard." Yeah, I heard that he's not a guy that gives out his autograph. That's what I heard from no. some people that actually some people that actually know him, like knew him, and uh, I don't know if they still know him. I guess they, if they knew him, they still know him because he's not dead. But I'm sorry, Chris, what? I confused you. No, you didn't. Oh, my <laughs> bad. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
He was looking at me with the, with the like, I, I confused myself maybe. And I looked at him and I projected that on him. Uh, yeah. Jay, what what do you want to plug right now? I don't feel like I'm, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I feel like I already have. What do you, what do you want to plug right now on this show? Uh, you know what? I just want you actually, I don't, I, I'm not currently selling anything. Yeah. I, I have companies that book me to do, uh, keynotes. And so if there's, I guess if there's any company out there that's listening and wants to bring in somebody at their conference or at their, uh, facilities to put, put on a training that is memorable. I mean, come on, I'm performing my hit songs. So it's like a, it's like a concert, but then I can speak on leadership and that stuff with the best of them. I study it. So if there's any companies out there that wants to have a, a unique thing happen at their annual sales meeting or whatever, man, hit me up. My, my email is J at record breaking sales. Dot com is just J A Y at record breaking sales with an S uh, dot com man hit me up and we can work something out man I love doing conferences I love speaking on stage and I love telling stories I've I've got so many stories man maybe we'll have to do this again because you know I got stories of Tupac when we were on Oprah mm, which by the way wow. when you talk about the train we we did we did the train on Oprah and Oprah probably has had about three, four rappers on our show ever. And we performed on Oprah. We got video. I mean, we were on the show and she's dancing, doing the train. Matter of fact, she brought us on the same show that she had the guys that sang the Macarena. And mm. she, were talking, she was talking about the big dance crazes of that year. And she brought them on the first half of the show and she brought us on on the second half of the show. So uh, I got a lot of stories on that and how that came about and man, just tons of stories on how, you know, all, all kinds of stories. And I tell those stories to drive home key points on certain lessons that I, I try to teach, you know, and stories on, you know, like I said, on all types of stuff, man, Th just change management and thinking outside the box and things that a lot of companies need. I love talking about those things and doing it in an entertaining way. Well, you are an inner trainer. Right. I am in a trainer, man. That's awesome. That's I am right. Jay the Entertrainer. My company, as you can see, Global Entertainment. And man, we do our thing, man. It's a it's a it's a fun ride, man. I definitely want to have ride. you back on. And I want you yeah, on the next absolutely. on the next episode that we do, I want you to send me what you want to talk about. Cause I don't know all your stories, okay. but I want to know all of them. Especially when you talk start talking about absolutely. Tupac. Like that, oh, yeah. that, that that's that's a that's a nice little cliffhanger. So round two, we'll oh, yeah. do a, we'll do a, a, all about your stories, and uh, if it's just if it's all about Tupac, even that'd be a great episode. But uh, no, it's good, man. I met him, I met him three times, and there's a story in every three of those times. So we'll have to talk about that. I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> um, now, how, on on Instagram, it's at Quad City DJs. Yeah, yeah. Everything is Quad City. The, the actually on Instagram, it's the the Quad City DJs. Okay. Everywhere else, it's at Quad yeah, City DJs. At, yeah, yeah. At, at Quad City, everywhere else, but on Instagram, it's at the Quad City DJs. And then everything else, man, is just the Quad City DJs. And on Twitter, on all the other social medias, is just Quad City DJs, yes. Nice. Everybody go follow my friend, my new friend. I ask everybody, I've asked this to everybody for a while now. I want to know if I, if I can adopt you as my cousin. 
Absolutely. Both. <laughs> I, 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 I was scared for a moment. Yeah, it got quiet. For it got man. real quiet. It got a little a quiet. And you're like, okay. Because I ask everybody that no, comes man. on the show. We cousins now. You, we cousins, man. You know what I want to do, Marty? And I'm what? not joking, man. We should do a record, man. Come on. I'm talking about we should do a record. It don't, it don't, it, it ain't gotta be a uh, a record like what we did. It just needs to be a fun, man. A, I'm just telling you, man, with your voice and man, we could do a record that would be awesome. I'm talking about, and I'm, I'm talking about something creative, something catchy. They hear it one time and they can't stop saying whatever it is. And I, and I would love to do something with you like that. I'm down. Hundred percent. You mean we're cousins? I, I can't say no. <laughs> That's down. awesome. Heck yeah. Yes. Let's get together on that for real. Before we go though, yeah. Now, uh, no, we got each other's numbers, so we're gonna be in communication a lot. I will just be texting you randoms because mm-hmm. when people say they don't believe that I'm friends and cousins with you, I'm gonna have you send me a little voicemail of you doing that Tootsie Roll. Come on, come <laughs> Absolutely. on. Like three a.m. Yeah, three a.m. Usually, like yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jay, uh, hit that, hit that. I know you're right asleep, quick. but uh, hit the tutu <laughs> roll one more time. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, five, the five double, come, come on, ride a train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we end every I episode time, with a, we end every episode with an unbelievable fact. You ready for it? Okay. Here we go, yeah. cousin. You might think it's not true, but I assure you that it is. It's hard to believe it's an unbelievable fact. The fruit figs are not vegan friendly. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. So a fig is not vegan is friendly. Reason? Did you know that? Yep. You know why then? The bee? No. Is it a wasp? It's a wasp. That's right, yeah. So apparently, uh, if you're vegan, you're not allowed to eat figs because they contain dead wasp inside of them. The female wasp will enter the figs while trying to lay her eggs and then die. Didn't know that. Wow. So you can eat the fig. You can't eat the fig, but you can eat the Newton. That's right. <laughs> man. You can eat the Newton, Jay. Yes, yes. All right. Because I was getting ready to say, man, I got to give up fig Newtons now? Man. <laughs> Listen, Jay, I love you to death. God bless you. Thank you for honoring us with your presence and your stories. I can't wait for round two, and we are going to do that record for sure. Yeah. I want I want to have a record. I've- on that wall behind you, and I want you to be going around. This is the one I just did with Marty Ray project right here behind me. <laughs> now, we're going we gonna to do a record, Marty, that's going to get on a commercial. Remember, I told you that now. I know marketing, and I know who needs it. So when we make a record, we're not just going to make a record that's just going to be fun. It'll be all that, but it's going to be one that commercials will love to use because that's just how I think, man. We're, we're going to definitely do that. Well, you know what's funny is you don't know this about me, but my whole goal in life in music and when I write my songs – and what I do, I write songs for that reason, to sync to commercials and movies and stuff like that. So Okay. That's the perfect thing that I that you could say to me for sure. Anybody that knows me Absolutely, is gonna know that. Man. That I don't write songs for other people. I write them for TV and stuff like that. So thank you for okay. giving me the opportunity to do that with the actual true legend in doing that. Because that's what you are. Thank you, thank you. God bless You're you, welcome, brother. Man. You're we'll welcome. see you soon. Thank you, thank you. Very good to meet you, Jay. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it.